0: On today's show, we're talking about the power of saying, I'm in love with you.
1: I want to start off with this quote that says, it's not being in love that makes me happy. It's being in love with you that makes me happy. Mm. And really, we're talking about those two little letters there, that in of the in love today on, on today's show. But first, we start every one extraordinary marriage show with a hug. and This hug came from an email that we recently received that starts with, After 16 years of marriage, my wife and I were at our wit's end. We were losing hope that we could get out of our endless loop of the same fights, arguing, and stress. A friend that had listened to your podcast on the power of touch recommended that I read your six pillars of intimacy. Mm. I had to send this hug in and thank you both for the last three weeks of life-changing connection with my wife. It's amazing what can happen in just a short period of time goes on to say it has been so great that my 10 year old mentioned to me the fact that he has noticed a change. Wow. Honestly, it was my fault for not really trying to see her side of things for the last 16 years. What sparked my fire to fix things was one night, three weeks ago when my wife was crying and said that she had lost hope that I would ever change my opinions or thoughts. Mind blown. Mm -hmm. How did we get to that place? Since that comment, I am listening daily to your podcast, trying to implement things and seeing the hope restored in our marriage. Unbelievable.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. just,
1: it, again, it comes down to, like we say so often on the show, what can I do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What can I do? What action can I And how incredible, just before we jump into today's show, how incredible that there's such a dramatic shift happening in this marriage that a 10-year-old is picking up on the fact that, his or her world is completely different.
0: Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you may be. You don't have to be at your wits end. You don't have to be watching your spouse cry in in the bedroom. It doesn't. You don't have to have a, a massive blowout argument. You can start now. Mm-hmm. You can start now. You can take one step and go, what can I do? Absolutely. How do I engage with my spouse? What can I do in this moment, in this time, in my marriage? It's something that Elise and I have to ask each other. Every single day, because we're human just like you, and we have our moments just like you. And you know what? We have to s- sit back at times and go, all right, what can I do?
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, I hadn't thought about it when I was putting this show together, but how much that hug really ties into what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. This, you know, choosing to be in love with your spouse, choosing to say, I'm in love with you. And really the idea for this show came when I was probably about a month or so ago, we were out to brunch with friends and the husband had stood up from the table because they have a younger child and he was going off while we were waiting for our food to go play with the little one. And the wife looks at her husband and she just says, I am so in love with you. And it, it was like it just, it made me stop in my tracks. Like I'm sitting there, probably staring at her, probably had my, you know, my jaw down a little bit because I was just like, in my mind, in the immediacy, I was like, that's such an interesting phrase,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? To, to just be like, I'm so in love with you. And I was like, huh. Like she didn't say, you know, honey, I love you or, you know, just love you or anything else as he was getting up to go, you know, chase after the toddler. She, she actually had to be really intentional about saying that word. I'm so in love love with you. And it really started this conversation because I, I was mulling this over for a few days. And then I started looping Tony into the conversation because I'm like, hey, that that's kind of that's an interesting way to put I, I love you. And, and I think because we get so many emails, right? And, and I hear about it in coaching. And I know Tony has conversations with guys where people are, will say something to the effect of, I, I've fallen out of love with my spouse. Mm. I don't love my spouse anymore right and so there's this whole idea of in and out and where does that shift and how does that change because when you hit this right this you know a rough patch you can get to a place where you're starting to tell yourself i I don't i'm not in love anymore
0: Mm
1: -hmm. but is it possible is it possible to choose to be in love with your spouse Do, do those two little tiny letters i mean really guys think about the word in it's one of the you know next to the uh you know, you get into all the two-letter words. They're really small. They look so inconsequential. But I think that word in particular, when it comes to our marriage, is actually going to have a lot more power than maybe what you've thought in all of the years or weeks or you know months that you've been married.
0: And I'm going to just say this too. You, you may just need to take a step back and, and, and digest this. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that in this, like... I'm in love with you was really the impetus of Elisa. She heard that she, we were at the same place we We're mm-hmm. in the same moment in time. I had no idea. Didn't hear it. Didn't recognize it. And went on my merry way where for her, she grabbed, she grabbed that. It's like, what can I do? It, mm-hmm. it, again? It, it just goes back to, you know, what we've been saying this year the hashtag is what can I do? But she grabbed onto that and she's like, what can I do? And so I'm just going on my merry way. And I'm still digesting it and still sort of going, okay, what does that mean? And what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's, it's, it's a little of things and yet it can make a profound difference mm-hmm. in you, in your spouse, in your marriage. So go with us here today.
1: Absolutely. And you know, Tony and I have been together for 27 years and I remember... Yes, yes we have.
0: <laughs> and as the time of this releasing, I would say we had probably had dropped you off at Stapleton Airport by that time. Oh, back 27 Seven years ago. Seven years Yeah, ago. I'm yes. like, yes. what are we 27 talking 27 years ago. Yes, I was I ar- actually already... Sorry, back. go ahead. Yeah. I was
1: back in Indiana Yeah. at this point in time. So,
0: Stapleton Airport is, was the old... Denver Airport. Airport. Denver <laughs> Airport, which is now DIA. But uh, yeah, had dropped you off. Mm-hmm. And the the summer fling of 94 was... Coming to an end in my Theoretically. mind. Theoretically, thought it was coming. It coming to an end, and lo and behold, twenty seven years later, here We're we are. We're still here, and going back to Denver and Boulder uh, in September. In
1: September, but. You know, twenty-seven years ago, I knew. As Tony and I started having these conversations, like I remember having the thoughts, like I think I'm falling in love with this guy, like, and, and that's the language we use, right? We're falling in love. We're, we're we're moving from this place of it didn't, and now it is. And and I, you know, when we talk about falling in love, like for me, I remember I remember the conversations that we had. I remember how he made me feel. I remember, you know, late nights at Taco Bell, which you guys have heard about, and you know, drives up Left Hand Canyon, all of these different things. And and I knew, like, I remember the moment where I knew that I was probably going to spend the rest of my life with this guy. Granted, it, it was very early on in that summer and if I would have told Tony then, he probably would have run screaming from the hills. But I just knew, like there was something about him and I'm like, clearly this is going to be who, who I'm I'm going to be with. And I remember telling my roommates after I went back to Indiana and we got past the summer fling and we're dating that, you know, probably to the point where they were just like, shut up already. But I just remember talking about being in love with Tony. And yeah, and I knew it. Like I knew I, I knew I loved him, but I was waiting I was waiting for him to say it first. It was probably a good six months before I heard those words. But when I heard them, you know. It,
0: I was calculated.
1: Calculated. He just wasn't rushing into things. It's that, all good. That's the truth. But they t- like, you remember the significance of the, the first time you hear, I love you. And then, you know, we know those of you in the one family, some of you have been together for like, you know, you've been married a couple of weeks or just getting married. And some of you have been married, you know, 40 plus years and we've got the whole gamut in between. And you know that over the course of your marriage, like ours, there have been times when it's just been a casual, hey, love you. And other times where you're having a moment and you hear those words, I love you. And it just like stops you in your tracks. And, and I want you to just take a minute and just think back. Like, Do you remember when you said or when you thought, when you started to have that awareness, I, I think I'm falling in love with this person there there's something different with him or her or there's like i'm choosing different things I, i'm i'm like i'm reacting to how they make me feel yes there are hormones but it's also just the anticipation of the relationship and mm-hmm. and what we might be capable of doing together and, and then there's those days that day when those words come tumbling out sometimes very calculated on Tony's side and sometimes they just kind of like pop out and you're like whoa whoa, whoa 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 what's going on with that but but it might be like i think i've fallen in love with you or I don't have to think I know I've fallen in love with you or the super simple version, which is just, I love you. And those words, I mean, we talk a lot on the show about the power of words. The first time you hear, I love you. There's so much power in those words and those words are so powerful. They eventually get you walking down the aisle, right? And becoming Mr. And Mrs. And then, you know, if you're like us somewhere along the line, you find yourself stuck in routines or in a season where you're just going through the motions, where you're more like roommates instead of lovers, and you're disconnected and coexisting. And truthfully, we Been still through s- all of those. we still say the words every night before Tony goes to sleep because he goes to sleep before I do. You guys know this. He, he reads for two pages, and, and if
0: you don't, I do.
1: T- he reads for two pages, <laughs> and he's done. I read for like two hours, and I'm done. It's, it's just it's called marriage. Um, but he will always always, always tell me that he loves me before he goes to sleep. I, I, I hear it. You know, we, we say, you know, love you or I love you, you know, as we're going out. But, but I know that there have been times in our marriage and I'm guessing with, you know, an audience that literally spans the globe, that there are lots of people listening to this where there have been times where you're like, huh, I don't know if I'm in love anymore. I, I, maybe I've fallen out. Like, like, how do I recapture the the spark and the passion? Like, where did that go? Because I say, I love you, right? We've said it. I love you. But where's the, the in love? Where's the beyond just the comfortability of knowing that you're my person and, and we do life well together. Where is the, wow, we can set the world on fire right there there's more to us than just getting through our routines and doing the stuff that we got to do there's this this passion and it doesn't have to be like i mean tony and i are in our mid 40s right so the passion that we had in our early tw- i mean i was 19 i, when I think I met we're tony.
0: in our late well i'm yeah you were in our late 40s babe we're not mid 47 forty-eight's late
1: technically i am still in the mid like if you go okay we, we can we can parse okay. this down. I still consider myself mid. You might be late because you're you're older than I am. Okay. But I'm gonna go mid. Um <laughs> just a little age thing. I don't mind uh, telling you my age. I'm just not late forties yet. That's all. Uh but with that, you know, getting into this idea of going, Okay, wait a minute. What are we talking about? What are we actually speaking out loud?
0: hmm I think that's the big thing. You know, the feeling, and Elise and I have talked about this many a times and because we wrestle with it ourselves yeah. how how can you not how can you not you're human you have emotion you have feelings you you can cry you can you can laugh you can you can be happy you can be sad there can be joy there can be frustration and we all know what that feeling of love is we we've sensed it and yet in marriage we we can go around and go i love you but i'm not in love with you anymore and yet we have shared so many times on this show. It's not that feeling. That feeling is going to be fleeting. It's gonna. I don't know the last time I had that feeling like really knew the the butterfly part of it. 27 years later. Do I get it? Do I, do I sure it's much different though than courtship than first meeting someone. Mm -hmm. And yet you can still be in love with your spouse. It's honoring your vows. I think it goes back to really looking at and going, Am I honoring the words that I spoke on that day when we said and I said "I do"?
1: Mm-hmm. And, and even hearing you talk about this, and you know, just thinking through this whole concept, you know, because we do hear so often people talk about falling out of love or I'm just not in love anymore, and, and I, I get to thinking about okay, what's What's the power behind those two little letters? Could, could speaking that, could being like our girlfriend who, you know, as her husband got up from the table a month and a half ago, and I subsequently learned that that's pretty much how she says "I love you" to him all the time. Um, she's constantly is reminding him that she's in love with him. Could, could we make that same shift mm-hmm. in our marriage? Could those two little letters change how you and I? Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price priceline.
0: Did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage? That's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Elisa coaches couples just like you, wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Elisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now, our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again, and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching.
1: We're back and we're talking about cha- how, when you change how you express your love to your spouse by simply adding the word in, you have the potential to change everything. You know, your, your words have an impact on you. They have an impact on your spouse. They have an impact on your marriage, your home, your community. It's like your words literally think of dropping a stone into a lake where the water is perfectly still and watching the ripples cascade out that, that stone that you throw are the words that you speak. The ripples are all of the different people that get impacted by the words that you speak. And how you express your love is another area where you can actually create ripples across an ocean. It's when you start thinking about what does it actually mean? Like if so many people fall out of love, right? If so many people say, I don't think I'm in love with my spouse anymore. What happens if we actually, as the one family, as this community of folks that are super excited about doing marriage well, what happens if we actually take get proactive right take action and in are intentional about saying wait a minute ah uh, not on our watch we're not going to fall out of love with our spouse we're actually going to start reminding both ourselves and our spouse you know what i'm in love with you
0: yeah and one simple way of doing this is you look at your six pillars of intimacy mm. start looking at your six pillars of intimacy which ones and if you don't have the six pillars of intimacy yet go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com Grab our free ebook, go get it, read it, and understand that each one of those pillars can have, they can be strong, they can be, they, they can strengthen your marriage, or they can have cracks. Mm-hmm. And as you look at each one of those, you can start to look at your spouse and go, wow, this is why I'm in love with my spouse. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm so in love with them. Because we do this in this pillar, we do that in that pillar. And you may look at a pillar and go, wow, there's a crack in that one. And that causes some tension, Mm -hmm. causes some frustration. And I can see myself pulling away. Mm -hmm. And yet what would happen if we begin to strengthen that financial pillar together and go, wow, through doing that, now we have that connection, Mm -hmm. the strength of that pillar, and we're in love.
1: Or any of the other five pillars for that matter. But but it's all about being intentional right? When, when we speak the words, when we get out of our routines, right? Cause I really feel like I love you or love you almost becomes so commonplace yeah for couples that we, we just, it's almost like on autopilot, right? Like, Oh, I'm leaving. I'm supposed to tell you, I love you. Oh, I came, you know, you're, you're taking the kids to school. I'm supposed to tell you. It, like, it's
0: just an automatic and we don't put any, there's no, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? There, there's no, there's no, feeling behind it. It is that just that automatic of just, Hey, love you. Cause I'm leaving the door. It's a quick peck in the kiss, which we've talked about in past episodes of just, we're doing it because we're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And instead of really, instead of really just stepping into it and going, I'm in love with you and giving you a passionate kiss and then walking out the door.
1: Absolutely. Cause mm. I, I want you it's all good. to think right now, as you're listening to the show, what would shift If you started telling your spouse, and so by extension, you're telling yourself that you are in love with him or her, right? What happens when you just think about, about saying the words and looking in their eyes or even just in passing, like this, this is actually really kind of a funny experiment because I've done it with Tony, where you know, just in passing. I'll be like, I'm in love with you. And and no joke, the first time I did it, he was just, he like stopped and he sort of looked at me like, what did you just say?
0: It's, It's true. I was like, huh? Okay
1: it was this total interruption. But when, when you start professing the fact that you are in love with someone, right, that we're not going to fall into what popular society says that, yeah, you know what, after 20 years or whatever, it's normal to fall out of love. And then you go, you know, find the next one or whatever that, that crap is. But instead you say, wait a minute, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell me that I am choosing to be in love with you. And if you choose to be in love with someone, I'm guessing, because I've seen it in my own life, that it's going to change how you show up in the marriage. Because when you were falling in love, if we can go all the way back there, how far back that is for you guys, when you were falling in love and you knew that you were falling in love and you would tell other people, I think I'm in love with so-and-so, I can promise you beyond a shadow of a doubt that how you treated your then boyfriend or girlfriend, soon to be spouse, How what you said to them, what you did for them looks a lot different because you were in love or you mm-hmm. were falling in love. We as a family, the one family, we need to get back in all six pillars of intimacy to getting to that place where we're like, oh, wait a minute. It worked all those years ago. Maybe that's what what's missing from our marriage. Maybe that in part, that choosing to be in the relationship, that choosing to be a participant in Mm -hmm. this intimacy is actually what's going to create a shift. It's two little letters, you guys. Two tiny little letters. But I want you to experiment this week, right? Randomly. Like, don't be like, hey, I'm going to try and experiment on you. Don't be weird. Please don't be weird. Just in passing, tell them, hey, I just want you to know I'm in love with you. Watch their reaction. Think about how you feel. Like, like, have the self awareness when you're saying it because, and you might because you might just be like, "This is the most awkward thing Elise has ever asked us to do." But be aware of what what shifts in you. Yeah. When you pause and say, "Hey, I'm in love with you," because it will create a shift.
0: Yeah. Whenever we're doing things like this, too, remember, your spouse may not respond. They may not. They may not be there yet. They like, again, Elisa, Elisa has been thinking about this way more than I have. She's been, she started practicing this way before I even knew what the heck was going on. And so just because I didn't respond the first time doesn't mean I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. That she responded the second or she said it the second time or the third time. And, and maybe I, I'm still sort of like processing. It. doesn't mean I'm not hearing it. It means I'm processing it. Mm-hmm. Many years ago, and I shared this in episode, I think it's episode six now. Wow. That's wow. many years ago. It's like back in ago. the dark ages. But when I first started telling my dad, I love you, mm. after I get off of a call, never hearing it from his words ever as a kid, never as an adult. At this point in time, I had two kids of my own. They were younger. Never hearing it from my dad. Not once. And I remember God speaking to me, and, and, cause I, and I had this conversation going like, why? And, and God was saying, it's not for him, it's for you for you. And I had the, had the chance to just speak to a buddy this past weekend about that. And you know what? Seeing my dad pass and being there and him and I being able to say, I love you mm-hmm. all those years later. That's why I said it. I said it for many a times without him saying it back. And this may just be one of those moments too, where you're just saying it, mm-hmm. keep saying it, keep saying it. Cause I'm telling you shifts happen. Sometimes they just don't happen in in the time frame we want them to, and that's okay. As Elisa said, this is your week. This is your week to go out and be bold and take a step of faith and tell your spouse, I'm in love with you. Mm. Take, a, take a chance. Take a moment. It's not even a chance. But sometimes you got you to build up the courage inside you because you, you, you're struggling. And we're here to tell you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You can go to your spouse you can you can say it you can look at them in the eye and you can just say "Hun, i i'm in love with you give them a hug give them a kiss and move on they may say it back they may not but then do it again Mm -hmm. and do it again and do it again and we'll see what's going to happen with your marriage as you go from where you are today to an extraordinary marriage you guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we're excited for you as you utter those words to your spouse. Have a great week. We'll catch you next week. Love you guys.